When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today. We are here. I mean, just what are we doing with her? She's the best. She's Miss Sarah Frazier. Hi, David. Um, oh I was just saying to you, I know. How are you holding up, my love? Are you, you ever, is that good? You know what it is? I am listen, this is why I like to just work 24 hours. I what? took, I have my last house guests in the Hamptons for the summer. Let me just, okay, the house guest is out. I'm, did I tell you my plan on air or off air? I'm lying to everybody next summer. Don't tell anybody. I'm going to say I'm doing construction. So the house guest is out. And so I'm just like, I had a little bit of like, you know, I had a little bit of what's the word, a drink or I'm like a little, I'm having a slow morning is what I'm saying. Like, I really just hate when I am not productive on a, it's a Friday. Do you know what I mean? I guess that's my answer. I guess I'm so not productive. I'm trying to tell you, I'm so out of it and exhausted that I wish I didn't have, you know, as much drink as I did because I hate, I hate having a life. I just want to work. I guess that's what I'm saying. Um, no, I've been drinking a lot lately too. I just, Ah. every night I've been having a glass of wine and I love it. And I'm like, Sarah, you should not get into this. You are going to get pregnant again. Like, and you know, when you're trying to get pregnant, they tell you don't drink a lot of alcohol because you know, it's inflammatory. It gets your system all wound up, but I don't know. I've just been craving booze. I love, I love a cocktail at night. I'm with now. I believe Ms. Yantif has had two or three, but I mean, I'm jealous. Last night was not, you know, not my strong suit. Let, let's put it that way. So, I mean, I'm normally in the pool house working at 6 a.m. Today, I think I started work at like 7.15. What the fuck? Now, I always tell this to you and you, <sighs> you, I go on vacation. You have to recharge your mental health, you know, maybe having a few cocktails. It's your way to unwind. You don't need to work 24-7. You've already done that. Girl, you know how I feel about vacations. By the way, I'm a slave driver, remember? So no vacations, darling. Okay, go on. You are crazy. No, it was so funny. Can I tell you, my brother-in-law helps me out sometimes with some of my business. He was over here last night. I don't know how we got talking about you, but anyway, he Googled you and there was something about if David Yontif has a wife and I, for a second, almost 
every there's a whole thing about you how much your net worth is oh yeah um, your age your um don't you believe have, everything you, you read wedding. online okay oh, I, believe, I believe some of it honey when you're I in the public eye sarah darling people say i mean we all know as of late a lot of people want to say a lot of things about me don't believe everything you read i've seen things saying what my net worth is and and I just the other it. stuff age wrong 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 on so many accounts but I've never seen this a thing about I I have a, I saw something the other day that says who is David Yontip and shockingly it refers to behind the velvet rope. It also does refer to being a lawyer. I guess I do talk about that all the time here, but I never saw this thing about the wife. Um, and it says David does not speak about his personal life. Wife unknown. And I thought, oh, wouldn't that be like that? Would be the best tea if David Yontip had a wife. Uh, oh my god, uh, or was divorced. I would love to see you having sex with a woman, honey. What honey, a day that would be. I don't even know. Well, you know who did have sex with a woman? He had sex with a few women. Sorry. My good friend, a very good friend of mine who you and I are about to see. Um, in I'm heading back to LA, everybody. Uh, Mr. Tom Sandoval. He um he had sex with a few people and he's all uh, bloody in the new season of um, Special Forces. I work with Fox on this show. Um, I interview talent when they are voted off of all the Fox shows, if you haven't noticed, some of our celebrity guests. By the way, it doesn't mean you get everyone. I doubt I'm going to be speaking to Sandoval because he is like Schwartzy when he was voted off that stars from Mars. He's like, I, trust me, I was on both knees. I'm like, loved interviewing Adam Rapon, loved interviewing this one and Natasha yeah. Leggero. Um, wh- who do I have to blow? I want like 10 minutes with Schwartzy. They're like, Schwartzy ain't doing no press. So I'm like, thank you. you. Um, do I don't know what they're waiting for. Do it. Sandoval is all bloody. And, you know, he says, I had an affair. Be, be, bring it on. Is he just loving this, Tom Sandoval? Is yes. he just loving this? Yes. Sandoval is loving every second. I don't even believe, you know, all these shows are masters at teasing you for like, a, you know, the big tease and then nothing happened. Look, I can tell you right now, he probably ran into a wall. No one punched him in the face. You know, they're trying to make it like somebody on the cast beat him up because he cheated on Ariana. We could only hope there is no throwdown. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure he was whatever trying to exit a plane and then smacked himself in the face. So, you know, but I mean, are you going to watch Special Forces? Black China's on this season. Sandoval, you know, are you interested? Well, the thing is, because I interview all these people, I do watch. Um, Loved Black China on this podcast. I mean, listen, I have oh. to say, I actually even reached out to the people that are in charge of this. And I said, wow, this cast. It's a really, it's an unbelievable cast. I forgot who else was on there besides I know, Black on. China. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow. Uh, by the way, yeah, we I- never really talked about Jax's villain show. That's a pretty good cast. A lot of names are missing from Jax's villain show. You know what names were kicked around when initially we heard about it? We had, I think Heidi Montag was in there. I don't think Spidey. I think just Heidi. She would have been great. And uh, Miss Staub. But I don't think people want to work with Miss Staub. I think she's too, I think it's too risky. I do. Sorry, Danielle. I tell you, they must be throwing a lot of money. At these stars, the, because the cast, you're right, of Special Forces is insanely good. Season it's two. It's unbelievable. Tell me. Sarah Sand- Reed, 
I mean, amazing. Heard from Tara Reid. I know. Black China Dance Moms alum JoJo Siwa. JoJo Siwa is huge. They got her to do this show. After start Dancing Brian, enormous Bachelor Nation members Tyler Cameron. He's huge. Huge, huge. Yeah, he says that uh, Raquel, his bunkmate uh, Sandoval's bringing in pictures of Raquel. Yeah, go on. Chrisley Nova's best star, Savannah Chrisley. Yeah, yep. 90210 alum Brian, Brian Austin, Austin Green. Green. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I listen, I reached out to them and I wow. said, we have worked together for years. I mean, yes, I am interested in this, but we have to get to some other stuff first. Anyway, um, that's a good no, job. no, I mean, like me and them, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, this show is also does not have an air date, but all right. So Sandoval wants to take his lumps. He, it's all for TV. He loves this. He loves being stopped by the paparazzi. He loves this. Don't they all? I mean, listen, like who is it? The only person that's not loving this because she hasn't figured the game out is Ms. Levis. Ms. Levis. Rachel Levis. Otherwise, <laughs> all of them are loving it. Speaking of Miss Levis, um, a lot of people, you know, Bethany, look, she got her click, she got her like, she got this. There is the thing, I don't know if you saw this, where it says maturity, um, and I'm paraphrasing, it says maturity, uh, realizing that the thirstiest Bravo liberty of them all has been right with it, has been right with us from the beginning and has a picture of Bethany or just like, Oh, maturity, realizing the thirstiest, you know, bravo levity of all is, you know, the one that we put on such a pedestal. So people, guys, it's all smoke and mirrors. Bethany's fine. The podcast is fine. It's just, it's amazing when someone goes out there and makes up lies about you and just says things that aren't true. And you just sit there and are like, I don't even want to respond to this because it's so beneath me. And then certain people adopt the narrative, but then you look at the numbers in your Instagram and your Twitter and and on the Patreon and the numbers are all the same. So I think it's smoke and mirrors. Like, I don't think this is Bethany's big fall from grace. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So do you, you know, yesterday she dropped a video. Uh, Bethany did saying basically taking a shot without saying their names, taking a shot at Lala, Ariana, Stassi, all these women that are a part of the cast have come out against Bethany and this interview with Rachel. It There's a lot. But to summarize, they're all saying that Bethany exploited Rachel and Lala, I thought, had the clearest argument. You know, Lala's like. Bethany, I used to love, but Bethany took advantage of Rachel and Lala, which I don't. I have no idea if she has any actual fact of this or not, essentially says that Bethany probably set out to do the interview, never intending her to pay a dime. Then when there was backlash, now Bethany's going to pay her something. Um, And that, you know, Bethany is lazy. They've all said Bethany's lazy and not going back and watching the episodes. Bethany put the video out yesterday saying that wasn't the point of the interview, you idiots. She didn't say idiots, but... And she essentially said all the voices that are barking the loudest, thinking that they know what's happening and blah, 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 don't know crap. And there's a few smaller content creators that actually know just a few what is really going on. Did she say David Yontef and Sarah Fraser? I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Summer's over. Kids are going back to school. Your summer vacation is done. Everything's changing. But one thing that hasn't changed is my motion sickness. Still have it. But none of that matters because I have relief band. Have you ever had to pull over because someone in your car was nauseous? Well, you won't have to if you have a relief band. Relief band is the number one FDA approved anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, hello, morning sickness, and even chemotherapy. It's literally a band you wear on your wrist that gives you relief from nausea and it uses technology that works with your body. So it's safe, drug-free and has zero side effects. It really is that simple and it works. I use it. So think about it. If you always have a flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, well, then you need a relief band on hand for those unexpected nausea moments. Right now, I have an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code velvet you get 20% off plus free shipping so head to r-e-l-i-e-f-b-a-n-d.com and use our promo code velvet for 20% off plus free shipping what are you guys doing this tuesday september 12th at 8 7 central don't make plans because the mtv awards are live that's right this tuesday september 12th at 8 7 central Don't miss music's most iconic night. There's going to be unbelievable performances from all your favorites. Doja Cat, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, Tomorrow and Together, and so many more. I cannot wait. And, oh my God, I'm so excited. You can't miss Demi Lovato's six years in the making return to the VMA stage. Plus, this year's video vanguard, Shakira, will bring the house down with a career-spanning performance. And guess who's taking home the Global Icon Award? Diddy. But the party doesn't stop there. Who will take home the moon person for video of the year? Will it be Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, Taylor Swift, or my personal favorite, Miss Miley Cyrus? We'll find out soon because the MTV Music Awards are live this Tuesday, September 12th at 8, 7 central. Watch on MTV. Yes. Tell us, well, what do you think? What do we know that is really going on? First of all, B, you know, you're my, a very good, we have, I have a very good friend and her name is Bethany Frankel and you know this, but B, I hope you ain't calling me or Sarah a small content creator because honey, we are not. Um, Look, I see it so many ways. First of all, do I, we talked about this. Like I do have that weird cringe feeling of like this poor girl was just exploited again. But at the same time, 
this is the job. I mean, I got Bo Dito on one week after his name was all over New Jersey. I mean, okay, fine. We're, you know, comparing somebody who's not familiar with the game to someone that carries, you know, a a weapon on them and packs heat. Like, but still, I mean, we all chase the big person. So it's like, to me, and I mean, this whole thing about she didn't pay her, she didn't pay her. Well, I mean, do people think podcast guests get paid? Like everyone has a different situation. I know how Jeff Lewis handles his. I know how certain people handle theirs. Like there's mostly people don't pay. Someone comes on to promote something and it's like a give and take. So, I mean, look, if she didn't negotiate being paid and she didn't say to a team, like, where's the money? I don't know what Bethany is supposed to say. I wouldn't say, well, hold on, here's the money. Like, I don't understand. Now, I mean, do I think Bethany is giving into peer pressure? I mean, you saw that video where she says, bring on the hate. It's clicks. It's this. It's that. I can definitely tell you a lot of online hate does do well for engagement and numbers. It does. It, and does, it does amazing. Thank it's, you it's all. Bad. Every time that you go on a massive hate cruise, it gets me because it puts money in my pocket. So keep it up. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's like drama sells the most. It really does. But I don't and, think Bethany's going to go from like saying that to being like, oh, I, I can't. I'm nervous now. Let me pay her. Someone's going to check my record. She already said I will never. I don't blame her. I, I will never reveal who I paid, who I didn't pay. That's is that anyone's business? So, I mean, she's gone on record of saying that. But I mean, I did feel like I, I see it. I do feel like this was an exploit. I, I didn't feel like this was an equal meeting of the minds like sure bethany is whip smart one of the most successful in the game does no business does no media does understand she started the reality reckoning yeah i didn't feel like raquel but look for all we know raquel feels like to me this would just be me like if i were ever going to sit there and make a statement of like here's the, the elephant in the room let me address this when i'm done with that i would say that's it you can leave all the ne- negative comments. This for me was closure. I will never speak on this again, except for when I do interviews for the rest of my life and I'm asked for it. It's like maybe Raquel feels great. I mean, that's the narrative that seems to yeah. be out there that she's thrilled with Bethany. And and I don't know. I should shut up. What do you think? No, I like all your points. I think, you know, Lala said it. I thought really well. And Lala basically said, reality TV is not for everyone. You have to be so tough. Stassi came out and defended Rachel and says like, you know, where Rachel said that Tom, when she basically said, Tom, how could you record me without my knowledge? And then Tom goes, you know, if you guys air that I'm done. Stassi basically says, yeah, that crap happened all the time. I believe her. Uh, Things like that happen and even much worse that producers would do or talent would do and then, you know, threaten the producers. So it sounds like it was on both sides. Um, I agree with you. I think we assume like Rachel feels like that she's being taken advantage of. But I think you're right. I think Rachel is very happy with it. And I think we have to assume because she said it, she doesn't want to be on reality television. She's working on her mental health. Um, You know, like Lala said, Lala's like, And Lala gave her, I think, five different slogans. She's like, you should be selling merch. You know, this woman 
it should be sell. You know, you had the opportunity to catch in, you know, use all these lines from the season, lean into right, being like a where they threw whatever at her, you know, they, they you know, were, they were so harsh to her at the reunion with those quotes. There's, there's, there's quotes right there. You could do all those whore, you know, get fucked with a cheese grater. You know, you could do, I mean, people support Rachel and now you could say whore. yes, comma, I get F you, you know, asterisk K. Oh. Ed with with a cheese grater, so people would buy it. People would buy it. So, I think we have to go with that. Rachel doesn't want to do it. I mean, I did think I can't remember if it was Stassi or Lala. Someone said, you know, they wanted to know who is managing Rachel because it's they just felt like it was such a bad look to go on Bethany. And I can I tell agree. you, I mean, did I tell you the whole story? Did I tell you the story last time Rachel Yucatel was on my podcast? I might have told this a lot really quick. Rachel Yucatel was on my podcast. Do, 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 We were talking about Lala. I mean, we were talking about Raquel. This is behind the scenes. T, we were talking about Raquel, blah, blah, blah. Somebody picked it up. It wasn't like a paid six, the thing that just went viral with Rachel and PK, which we could talk about. It was something, it was like a smaller publication and whatever. They picked up Rachel Yucatel relating to Raquel Levis. Okay. And that got picked up and Raquel's, team well at least her pr reached out to the publication that wrote it and said sloppy 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 like you're printing a whole article based on someone that has not rachel you could tell it's her quote that had nothing to do with the situation like how dare you say this to about my client call us immediately i only know this because then the publication reached out to me to say like can you believe this what should I do? And I said, I mean, well, first of all, I love how everyone comes to me for advice. You've been in this business forever. I'm like, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, again, I go back to like, I'm not fucking you. You're not my mother. And you're actually not my boss. You don't have to do anything. This is a free country. So the person didn't do anything. But there you go. So I actually know the name of the PR person that apparently is her PR person, at least I can get that to everyone for well, but, you know, look, the other side of this is, is we're assuming, you know, the other thing is PR, the PR people could be sitting her down and going, and they probably are because it would make them more money, sell merch, you know, get paid. Maybe, maybe Rachel just doesn't want to. Maybe Rachel is paying them a $5,000 retainer or something bananas until she runs out of money. Or maybe Rachel has tons of money. I don't know. But I mean, I guess we have to assume we can't assume that the PR company hasn't advised her to get money. And she may very well have gotten money on the back end of this three-part interview with Bethany. We don't really know. And um, I don't blame Bethany. I I, I don't blame her. You, you want to know my finances? You want me to lay it out for you and justify something? Oh, no, no. This is like a real, as Bethany has said on her clapback, she's like, sorry, guys, this is how business works. I agree with that. Like, I mean, who are you? I don't answer to anyone. You know, sometimes we're continuing when... to talk a lot about Bethany. So it's working. Um, it's keeping Vanderpump rules in the news. Um, yeah, the whole thing. And Ariana, you know, she and, and Stasi to- did come to the defense of of um of Raquel, but she also slammed Bethany against the wall and said, like, how dare you come for Ariana? How dare you? That's what she said. Lala, yes. Lala said, you exploited this girl to the nth degree. Katie said, what in the fucktard is this? Or something like that. So Sheena, Sheena has spoken out. So, I mean, I guess, you know, but that's the thing. It's like, 
if you think about it, if you really think about it, I mean, aren't these the same people that said, like, you're trash, you're thrown away, they, they, they can't take back all the things they did. Now it's like, you're angry at Bethany. But if I were Raquel, I'd be like, yeah, sorry, I've aligned with a real big bitch, fish, powerful woman, like, yeah. So I think Raquel is just like, you're coming at me. Guess what? I got a shield and her name is Frankel. That's what I think. I think Raquel is like, oh, you're, you're upset. Now you're upset. And Bethany did have a point. She's like, so they said this and that. And she's like, um, first of all, Beth, she loves this. She's posting. She's like, oh, sure, um, sure. shouldn't she's like, wait, so I don't understand. Like this started in March. We had these things said slut, whore, cheese grater in, you know, April, I'm just making up the dates. And she's like, and now we're four months later. And now we want to address this woman. I don't know. I think uh, you should have done that four months ago. And then she like goes off her TikTok. So Miss Frankel is like, click, ching, chong, ching, 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 (laughs) ching, cha-ching. Cha-ching. I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, I feel like, Yes, everything you're saying. I mean, I don't blame Bethany. I guess I'd be a little cautious if I were Rachel of, I just, I'm trying to think of somebody that Bethany has really helped aside from Bethany. Like She'll say, you know, millions of people in Puerto Rico, Hawaii. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay, I'm just giving that him. Strong. Yeah. Okay. Well then, you know what? You're right. Then I, I mean, take that I back. Know. I take. It I don't know. Yes. I, you know, like I said, I, my biggest thing is, I don't know. Is she the leader to lead the reality reckoning? I've I've said it from the start. She's absolutely right. And I I do not, I think because they just don't get as much attention. You guys know I'm I'm a TLC expert on Sister Wives and 90 Day Fiance and Welcome to Plathville and all those TLC shows. I can, I mean, I, I know for multiple facts that so many of those stars are making peanuts without any benefits, their lives being disrupted and they can be just disposed of at any moment. I don't know how any of them are not on the bandwagon or, uh, you know, that 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 network isn't getting more attention. But I think it's probably because they they fly under the radar. They do these shows where or you know, they're they, scared. I mean, people that are currently scared. there or people are scared. Yeah. You know, Variety has come out with this article and they're just like, I mean, I think that's what people don't realize. Like someone slipped in my DMs and they're like, do you think they're trying to rush through the filming of Jersey? Because like at some point, is it going to be cameras down? I'm like, I don't know if we're going to be cameras down today. But like, if you read that, like you read that Variety article recently. I right? did. I, I was mean, bored. It bored. But they say like, listen, this could be, it's like I said, I mean, we have Garagos, who's a huge name. We have Friedman. And we have Frankel. So, I mean, this really could be one of those pivotal moments where the future changes, right? I mean, that's what the Variety article said. It was kind of like, you're all going to remember this moment and like, this is bigger than you think, right? I mean, that's kind of what I took away from it. Maybe not if you didn't take it. No, I I think you're 110% right. It was the Vulture article. It was just boring to me because they laid out everything. You know, you and I read this stuff every day. So they, they laid out like who all the players were. How's Bethany Franklin involved? How's Mark Garagos involved? Who's Mark Garagos? Why do they have a potential point? Why do they not? 
How often do you guys shop online? If you're like me, it's a lot. And that's why Rakuten is my favorite new website. I love Rakuten because I earn cash back. I'm a member on everything that I buy. It's really that simple. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 4,200 stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. When I joined Rakuten, I realized I was already shopping at all these stores that they have on their website. So I'm thinking, why not get cash back while doing it. I just bought a whole bunch of new fall clothes from Bloomingdale's, but instead of going to Bloomingdale's.com, I went to Rakuten and then that took me to Bloomingdale's.com. How much cash back did I get? 2%. Rakuten has so many stores on their website. Saks Fifth Avenue, Nordstrom, The Gap, Banana Republic, Nike, Neiman Marcus. That's right. Right now, if I went to Nike, I would get 8% cash back just for buying something that I was going to buy anyway. You could even buy your groceries on Rakuten. So do you need to buy something online right now? If so, stop. Go to Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. I'm sure very informative to somebody that's not like listening or in this world all the time. I just found it to be quite repetitive for what you and I have already talked about. Um, Just listen to David and Sarah and get the Cliff Notes version. There you go. And much more entertaining. And the only thing that I thought was kind of interesting this past week is, you know, Bethany's team is asking for NBC um, reality stars to be get, to get out of their NDAs because their point is it is illegal to ha- to hold someone in an NDA when they've been abused, exploited, mistreated, uh, anything, you know, received racist backlash or comments. So I don't know. I mean, you're the lawyer. Do you think they actually can get these NDAs? You know, I'm sure you signed. I do. I do. I really do. I fought off air. I'll probably fight on air next uh, with you could tell about this. We have a totally difference of opinion because Rachel, you could tell, is like a strong, you know, a background in this, like with Tiger, she was silenced forever. So she's like, you can never get out of an NDA. I totally disagree with her. Well, first of all, there's a California law that they're going under, which says, you know, there's a law in California which says like, you can't. Like, look, the point of an NDA is so that you can be trusted with personal information. And when you have someone that you work with that then goes and spoos forth bullshit like this person never paid me or they paid my cleaning lady or stupid lies, you can say, well, first of all, these are lies. So they're defamation or like, you know, the NDA you signed, you're going to get sued now. So we're actually getting sued. Like, that's what it is. Like, if you work for Kim Kardashian, you know, and you go and say, 
there's a product coming out in, uh, in nine months and it's called Skims. She takes the ass and she puts Kims and it's going to be shapewear. And that gets out there, you're in trouble. Like that's what an NDA is for. It's it's confidential information. This California law, but I even think like, it's like with Brittany and her conservatorship. Like, I don't think you can, you can't sign an NDA and then say, I witnessed, you know, a rape. I witnessed severe racism. I witnessed, you know, favoritism of men i witnessed you know um whatever else they i witnessed people being plied with alcohol false imprisonment you know both kim d and allison dubois have had stories that they've told me you know on this podcast in the past about like when they were locked into you know a room or such so like you can't sign an like an nda isn't like well now i can't talk about that type of egregious bad behavior. It's that I can't talk about production secrets and what's coming up sure. on the show. So I think it's this California law, but I also think it's a brilliant move. And I think like, yeah, you can't, like it's an NDA wouldn't hold up to that. And that's the thing. And they're also saying retaliation that like NBC said. So, I mean, I don't know. Are there texts well, that's from what Andy they do, or, right? That's what they, you know, like to your point, you can't, you can tell the truth of what happened there. I mean, I've signed NDAs, you know, leaving various corporate gigs. But you can, as long as you are telling the truth about whatever mistreatment happened, exactly. The only thing they can really do is they retaliate against you, right? Which is, I'm sure, also illegal. They they probably- Well, that's put- what they're saying too. They're saying that NBC would say, or producers or Andy or whoever, I don't know who exactly would say, you know, and if you breathe a word of this, you're you're screwed. So that ain't legal just because you signed an NDA. I mean, being threatened, that's it's not how it works. So yeah. I think it's more like there is precedent. I forgot the network that did this of like letting these people out of the NDA so they can talk versus like the end result is, look, I don't think they would let them out if the end result wouldn't be that they'll lose on this argument. So they're saying like Garagos and Freeman are saying like, let them out because- this here's the law and we're going to go through all this and then you're going to have to let them out anyway there is they cited another network where they let them out and said go ahead we're just voluntarily doing this but i think if bravo does that it's not altruistic it's like we're going to spend you know nine hundred thousand dollars and we're going to end up in the same results i think it's the nda thing i think is very interesting and that's where it's like all of this is going to start coming out and it's like you know, the rumor is that her group is housewives heavy as opposed to other things in the Bravo world. Meaning, so, meaning Bethany, Bethany's group. Yeah. People I've, who are who have teamed up with Bethany. I think that's true. Don't you think? I mean, the rumor. The rumored 80 people. Yeah, I do. I mean, you look at like people that were terminated for things. You have like a Stasi, like a Leanne Locken, where, you know, even like a Jenny Ann, like whether they're whatever it is. When there's controversy surrounding it, I think, you know, again, just because someone says something does it doesn't mean these aren't people that have infractions. It just means I think you raise your hand and you're like, you know, like Mike Shuhead from, you know, Shaw's was just, you know, speaking out. So I think, yeah, I think you I I don't know. This could really be something. I really do think it could be something. Sounds um, like it's certainly getting that momentum for sure. Um, and like I've said from the start, it, there needs to be. I think everybody agrees there needs to be. Like, the, you know, it's been tw- how many years ago did reality television start? Over 20? You know, back in 2000, I can't even remember when the Osbournes launched, when, you know, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey were on. I mean, the, the simple good old days. Like, I mean, the good old days. I mean, they had no protection then. Nothing. They had no protection. I mean, look, times are changing. Um, 
Hold on to your seat, Sarah. Um, I think it's going to be juicy too. I agree. What about the fact that, I mean, we might as well just stay on this. We have so many other things to get to. The fact that they say, you know, which I appreciate this. They say like, Bethany, at least do some research next time. Why? It doesn't make any difference. People are still going to tune in. It's like Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel didn't even know what a scandal was. Everybody tuned in. We all watched. I mean, I've never watched Howie Mandel's show. I didn't even know he had a podcast and I've never listened again. Not No offense. I, I actually like Howie Mandel. I mean, he's had an amazing career, but. You just don't have time. I, yeah, you don't have time to listen to all. I, and I don't, I don't know. So far, I haven't seen him do anything of interest that I'm interested in, but I don't know that I'm his audience. Um, you know, I like, I kind of agree with Bethany on this. I just, I don't know. I agree. And I disagree. I'm looking at, you know, David, you're notorious for your research. And one of the things I always admired about Howard Stern and Oprah is, I mean, they were meticulous. They had a team, they st- Howard still does, of producers who go back. I mean, they call up former agents. They call up former friends. Not not digging, but like, all right, tell us a story. You know, tell me about something that Tom Arnold did to Roseanne Barr. Roseanne's going to be on. Like, you know, tell – because those are the stories that get the, the celebrity, because they've all been interviewed a bazillion times, off yeah. – Hilter, and then they start talking about that time they ran into Paul McCartney, and then they gave that's Paul McCartney what you a blowjob. Yeah, yes. exactly. Right. So that's I mean, what you got to do, man. I see it. I get what people are saying. Why didn't you dive in? Why didn't you hire a producer to go back and watch from the very first time Raquel walked on set? What was happening? I mean, it is a little lazy. I mean, listen, no ego, because like you know, again. I have a lot of things in life I ain't good at, but I mean, I feel like I'm the best in the business and I think I could have done a much better job than Miss Frankel. No, no shade. That's just, again, I, I can give you a you list are, of, you're all really the, good. of all the things that I suck at in life. Um, but there is a lot of, you know, listen, every show is not created equal. Some are 30 minutes, you do this, you do that. But when I have like a Bo Deedle or an Allison and we're going to like, let's talk about he'll never fulfill you. And now this Kyla Mauricio thing is the top headline. Like when it's a big one, Juicy Joe. Yeah. I mean, I dive in and it is just a process. And I find that is the one thing I cannot hand off to anyone else because my, for me, my mind has to go through telling the story And as I'm preparing, I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, this is the question. And we have to, this is it. This is, this is the big, and then it's like, you just, I have literally three coming up, two in particular that are, I'm back. I'm back on my, like, look, we had Allison, we had Juicy, we had, but I don't rest on my laurels, girl. I got some, two, if they actually happen, big things coming up here. But so I think when it's one of those, which certainly Raquel Levis is, I mean, there's so much that was left on the table, I feel. I but I agree, but that I am also, I agree with Bethany. It wasn't the point. I, Bethany, I, and I, this is where I, I see like Lala. And I'm not coming for Bethany because I mean, there's only so much you can do in a three-part sit-down. Yeah, but I, I mean, and they, they supposedly had an hour, I guess, was what they had agreed upon. But um, I, you know, I do think that, you know, Bethany had an agenda, right? It, it it was to build a case and kind of show, look how much mental torture this woman has been put through. Look at the, how they paraded her out for this reality reunion, called her everything in the book, let them spew vile things. 
again, I think you kind of signed up for it. And I feel like, again, Rachel was in a position to like, just say she didn't want to be in the same room as them and could have also been on her own part. I thought it was brave of Rachel to do that. Anyhow, and it just made Lala and James look wacky, I thought, in the whole reunion. I mean, I'm shocked she doesn't talk about the trailer and they have you in a trailer. I mean, dramatics, people, dramatics. But But I think Bethany did have an agenda, right? It was to build Bethany's case against these networks and to say to to lay bare to the world, look at how they abuse people, especially someone who now has come out and said that they have mental health. Now, I agree with you. You, She left a lot on the table. Like, you and I have always had the theory, is Rachel on the spectrum? I wouldn't ask that question. What diagnosis do you have? Are you on the spectrum? That's a really bold question to ask. You really, I I mean, I don't know how you ask that. You might be more offensive in your interviews than me, darling. Everyone comes after me. I would say, forgive me for asking. I watched the past season. I guess Bethany didn't. So Bethany doesn't have this context. I would lead into the question like this. Rachel, forgive me for asking this, but I feel like I need to. I watched the past season. You did not seem to emotionally connect to what was actually happening. You've spent the past three months at a mental health institution. Can you share anything about your diagnosis? There was speculation. I always blame it on the audience. There was speculation by people online. That you had, that maybe you were on the spectrum, that you had an anxiety issue, that you had problems from your childhood, and then just see what she says. She either could deny or say, I'm not, I'm not going to answer if I'm on the spectrum. It's none of anybody's business, my health diagnosis. Okay, thanks. Move on. And I would have dived, I would have dived more into the big fish. I would have, well, the three big fish, producers, LVP, and Andy. Like I would have said- what do you mean you tried to reach out to LVP? What do you mean she didn't get back to you? When did you try? How often did you try? You tried 17 times? Was that in text? Like I, the, God, God is in the details. Like, so you went 17 times. You you from your phone reached, was it your manager? You reached out to Lisa Vanderpump to say help. And she never, I mean, I'm par- just saying, sometimes we don't get the answers we want. It could have been the opposite, but it seemed like there was something there. And then it seemed like there was something with Andy with like the, you know, the drugs. And he said this, and you have a mental disorder or whatever I'm paraphrasing. And so I I would dig, I would dig. Well, like when Andy said that, how did that make you feel? Did Andy ever say that? I mean, this is what we do guys. This is so everyone who thinks that you just sit down to say, Hey, juicy, Hey, juicy Joe in the Bahamas. Let's just chat. You have no idea. It's, it's not, on-air talent it's a producer it's it's a really you did such always, a great job that's why that. i always say please cancel me because i told you i'm gonna go run a pr department and i'm just gonna go produce other shows and i'm gonna hand them the questions and nobody will know me and i will delete my social and man i will have a great life but guess what careful what you wish for for uh, now this pays one. the bills darling so good juicy was so annoying though he t- he's, all these years later no accountability we're saving some New Jersey from net for next time because I got it next time. Address okay, some stuff well, about Teresa. What else do we, we have? Hit? Anything? Um. Okay. So what you know about this whole friend thing? That's a whole nother thing. You know what we could hit? Tell me. I went to a city winery and I went to attend a live show in person. <gasps> I drove back with the one, the only Candice Candy Gal Dillard. Candy Gal. So wait, you saw her at City Winery in New York City? I did. I left. The gorgeous, relaxing Sag Harbor, which I hate leaving. I'd like to never leave here. 
apparently that's not the case these days. And I went into New York. I had an interview the next day. So I'm like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. And look who's bopping around town tonight, Candy Gal. And I'm going to take in Candy Gal's show and then talk about it here behind the velvet rope in the Sarah Fraser show. Now, Candy Gal. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm giving a lot of good reviews to the shows. Lots of good reviews to, you know, Homeless, Not Toothless. I love Tom Sandoval and the most extras. This is, listen, this is not a housewife strutting on the stage. This is a full on, first of all, Candy Gal has an entourage, okay? There is an entourage. Candy Gal has dancers, a band. We have a Chris Bassett hanging out. This is, we have like a videographer. So Candy Gal ain't too, it's always funny how like when they go from the first year, the second year, doesn't even third year. Then when you're like fourth year plus in your housewife's career, I mean, the Beverly Hills start earlier, sure. Some of the New York influencers now, but like Candy Gal has really gone from like, you know, the check is, I'm losing money to like, we're breaking even with the clothes and hair to like, I'm making money to like, this, this is an actual brand and her name is Candace Dillard Bassard. And I'm not, there's no shade here. It's all the actual opposite. No, it's like, you know, we have a videographer. This is like a real Sutton Strack, Cynthia Bailey mean, this is a real operation here with Miss Candace. No, but I have heard from like people on watch what happens live people that say, I mean, people say she is a legit singer like this isn't a kim zolciak don't be tardy for the party which was a legendary moment uh this is like a real so when she comes out on a city winery stage because they're they're not like enormous stages but they're they're a good size we have two venues now we have city winery the loft that is where david and behind the velvet rope had live shows i've invited you to a live show we should do a live show together you won't travel we're gonna have to film that in la i don't we have a request for you in chicago by the way come to la one of our listeners wants you well you got to figure it out then because my promoter can't do it there but oh i'll go to chai town all right i'll go there. make it happen and we'll do a show in la we'll sell tickets for real um no, this is a real true. So she does the upstairs at the loft, the same place I play. And it's a smaller room, but it's like $160, $170 to, and 170 seats, I think, to sell out. She sold out. She sold out the first show so mm. quickly, sweetie. She added a second late show. Two, like there was a 7.30 show and a 10 o'clock show for Candy Gal. Right. Now we also have the meet and greet. She charges it up self. Candy Gal is, no, she's she's one of these where like she comes out. This is, she's not just playing New York. It's like a real tour. She's going, now she just added Georgia. I'm going to go see her again because I think I'm in Philadelphia and she's actually there as crazy as that is. So she, it's a real ticket. It's a real show. She's one of these who it's a real, she's a real singer. It's a real performance. It's not like a gimmick. So you know, I know Karen Huger tried her one woman show or whatever. And I mean, we had reasonably shady, the stand up and all that. But like Candy Gal is it's a real concert. It's a okay, real Candy thing. Gal comes out. Does Candy Gal have an opener or she just comes out? Oh, in different city opener, but in different cities, like she's going to have Shamari DeVoe from uh, RHOA with her dad. She's like, no, she has an opener. She, no, when she comes out, people go crazy. People Wait, go crazy. What song, Um, you know, come back, come back. Drive back. Yeah, that, that, drive of back. course, that's, that's the, but she has other hits now. I'm going to, yeah, you're going to get a ding from Miss Dillard Bastard for not knowing Sorry, the song. Honey, drive back is just a performance. Yeah, see, it's it's real. No, it's she's a real performer, singer. Like this is now a brand. How long was the concert? How long was the whole show? 
um, way longer. It went over. The second show had to get like delayed. Like she went, she played for a long time. Wow. How many outfit changes? I mean, I didn't count. But she's like the tiniest little peanut too. She's like so merch, little and real. We're she's selling like, merch. Tons of tons of Candace. Yeah, she's stunning. So tons of Candace shirts. You can buy the album, bring it. So then you have the meet and That's greet it. afterwards. So she did, you know, she knows who we are. And I, as soon as she was like, oh, and I was God. like, and I was like, let me tell you something. I told that Sarah Frazier to get her ass on a plane and get to New York, but she's not here. So she's like, you tell Sarah Frazier, she better be. So she, but she says she's going to do an LA show. Who knows? Oh, um, we'll be here in LA. For sure. You know what the she thing was is? was here in LA at a nightclub. It was like a nightclub appearance. Remember yeah, you we were that. here, but it was yeah. like kind of an hour outside of the city. We were like, eh, we can't, we can't. Yeah. No, we need like a real concert and ability to meet her and say hi. I said, listen, let me tell you something about Candace and Chris. Cause you know, I she's had her, people. she's had her share of knocks. I find her out of all the housewives from Potomac that I have personally interacted with and met. Yes. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying who the other one is because they're actually like arch enemies, but I find Candace and Monique to be two of the, Oh, I love Monique too. Like yeah. realist, like Candace, as you say what you want about her as a person interacting, I think she's smart. I think she's hardworking. And I really think Chris, Chris Bassett was there. I'm like, Hey man, can I have a picture with Candy? you? Candy. I'm like, Chris Bassett, yes. I'm as excited to see you as I am to see Candy Gal. Candy gets the assignment big time. Yep. She walked in to from moment one. And I love the story. You know, you know how she got cast on the show. It, she's the one that reached out. She never watched Housewives. She turns on Potomac one day however many years ago now she watched the show and she immediately said i'm going to be on that show she and then through a friend through a friend that's how she got connected to the producers they didn't know her from adam she said i'm just she like just trust me I'm, I'm good at this she it was like when i know uh, everybody listening has had those moments like where you just are like oh this is meant for me and she just she did and sure enough she finally got in touch with a the producer. They came out. They like soft filmed. They were like, yeah. And I just feel like she's a person. I, so far my interaction with her. And I think we're always, we try to be fair. We try to be reasonable and come at everybody on a reality show. Is there a human? They are getting an edit that, so a lot of it, we don't even know. Right. I think we try to give people that grace. She's a person to me that does not get offended when people have criticism of her or hot takes about her. She keeps coming back. She responds. I, very professional, I think. She Me too. I, was, I love my candy gal. I, I think she is terrific. And um it's a really good I, I show like, for people. I, I like all those women, really. I mean, <laughs> I love Giselle. People clearly yeah. like Giselle. Jizzy Jizz. I don't know how she's still there because to me, we don't learn a dingle dangle thing about her life, but she's obviously talented enough to but stay. But you know what? Right. That's such a skill, too. That's like a it's, what what, what a great skill. skill to be able to like stir it up, deflect, throw the ball, <laughs> and yet be a favorite and OG um, um, first seat at, on, on the reunion a lot. And just look, I mean, Candace has said, you know, and not to me, I'm not revealing anything. I think she and Ashley Darby have both done, you know, interviews of where they're like, it's, it's a hard season for each of us. So I think Ashley especially says she has, has a hard season coming up. So I'm just, listen, between Potomac and Salt Lake, for some reason, those are the two I'm really excited about. Atlanta, I feel like when I'm stepping back, because like, you know, now that I've really had a chance to digest New York and OC, I really feel, although I have not loved the OC this season, I feel Atlanta is my 
dog right now. Like, I think, I mean, Kenya Moore just did the series of interviews where she's like, I'm not saying we need to reboot it. Well, I'm like, girl, I, I'm sure you're not because you would lose your job, you know, but she's like, I think a refresh is needed. She said the obvious that she doesn't think Drew or Sanya should be there. She's also said like, you know, be careful what you all wish for. I mean, the same people that are calling for all of us to be fired are the same that have called for Marlo to have a peach after 10 years and look at that disaster. A lot of people think Marlo's Peach is a disaster, that she, for two seasons now, is bringing the kitchen sink. I mean, Marlo is, I love her. I've had her on this show, so I love her team. Shout out to Ty. She's doing a lot. She's doing a lot for a second season in a row. She's like holding on. But I mean, I see what, I still think Kenya, to me, is the all-star. Yes, you can interview Courtney Rhodes, who comes for Kenya and still love Kenya. That's the job. Um... Only in New Jersey do I get dragged right into the middle of the shit. Well, no more, girl. Um, we're going back to like actually having a business here. Um, but so Kenya is, I think she's bored. I think she's an all-star. I think Atlanta needs a major refresh. I think it was an awful season, an awful season. Uh, no lies detected there for what I, I couldn't agree more. I've tried to, I, I try, I pick up and watch on and off this year. It just, it's, it's and so should sad. the producers be fired? I mean, that's what I mean. It's really oh, the producers shouldn't be fired. They're only working with what they've got. I mean, I you agree. Know. The trolls, though, the trolls. Oh, there's the this. Trolls. There's, the trolls are so this whole this whole movement. On. This whole there's a movement. If you go into the the deeps of the internet, I don't think I'm going to step away from social media. By the way, because it doesn't Do it. represent it. the real world. But there is Not this it. movement now, and a lot of the sites of like. The RA, we demand that these two women, they're showing their pictures. I forgot their names, that these two showrunners or producers for RHOA be fired after this horrific season. I don't know if we should go that far. Oh, we need to, I mean, look, we've, we've lost amazing people on there. We need Cynthia. We need Portia. We need Miss Phaedra. Oh, I have a Phaedra story for you next. Okay. Okay. When we get Again, back. Something next. different than yeah, you already yeah, told. Yeah. Uh, yes. And yes. then I got to talk about Teresa next time and all this other stuff going on. And we have to talk about Tom yeah. Girardi. Are you, oh, Mr. Girardi in his slippers, oh, honey, but they ain't buying that. Good LA Times article I'll tell you about. Okay. At the Sarah Fraser Show, brand new podcast episode, seven days a week. Also, Big Ed, famous Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance franchise and TikTok. You know, he went viral, viral for that comment um, where she goes, his ex, Rose, goes, I like the view. And he goes, you do? And he goes, you're my favorite view. She goes, eh. Very famous. I love that. Now. I love and that. And for me. Sarah Fraser Show this week. And for me, at David Yontef, at Behind Velvet Rope, Behind the Velvet Rope, and this is what I have to say. You talk about your big end and everything. I have to say, all shows are not created equal. We have moments in time. This year, we had a moment with people like Brandy Glanville and this and that. Then I had this 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 moment. We had Juicy, and then we had Dubois, and then we had Bo, and the other shows are great. But those were three, really, you got to get into the numbers and I, you know, we're in Q4. We're heading into Q4 here. This is a business. Now he's talking business. Well, I mean, this is, you know, I this is dropping this is the Q4. My, I am like David. These people don't care. I could produce Bo on a Monday and on a Tuesday, they're like, girl, this episode, where are the big ones? And you're like, it's only been three hours. Give me a minute. I got the next Allison and Bo, and I've got three, a trio lined up. It's coming current. 
a trina. Oh, okay. You never know how it's going to hit, but I got some things that I'm like, I'm on the move. I'm heading south. I'm heading Morgan west. Wade. Morgan Wade. <laughs> Morgan, John Morgan Wade. John Fuda's ex. And um, who else is hot? Hot. Oh, God. And, and hopefully a mistress of um, of Juan okay. Dixon's. Okay, well, those were way to like wait on way to wait no. wait on the parade because then when I have like you know Morgan Wade's like hairstylist from ten years ago, Sarah, people <laughs> are gonna say, "Where's Morgan?" Yes, our sh- I okay, no, there's no Morgan Wade. I love, but I love guess Morgan what? that redneck accent, honey. You wouldn't be guess able to what? understand what we have tried, darling. We have tried. Promote your tour, promote your album, promote your music, promote your video. Promote your lady. I just want one question, but Miss Wade has not responded. But we have some things coming up. So that's all I'm going to say. And then, you know, Beverly Hills. So, all right, we'll go. We're going to have a new show and just love you much. Love you much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.